0: BYU Cougar Basketball is back in action. Pass picked off by TJ for three. Yes! And the Cougars take the lead! Top of the key three for TJ Haas. Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's your host, Jason Shepard.
1: ...shooting the ball all night long. In its last five games, BYU has hit at least 12 threes. And starting with the win over Virginia Tech, BYU has hit 17... ...followed by 12, 12, 14, and then 12 three-point shots. They have been on an absolute tear shooting the basketball from the perimeter. So out of curiosity... I went back to last season's team to look at its three-point stats through 12 games, which is where we are at this point. Tonight for BYU is game number 13. What I expected to find was a significant increase in three-point shots attempted this season. Again, that's what I expected to find. It wasn't as significant as I expected it to be. This year's Cougar team has only managed 23 more three-point shot attempts than last year where the significant increase came was the made threes. Last year, BYU made 87 threes through 12 games. This year, they've made 127. That means that the Cougars have made 40 more three-pointers through 12 games this year than they did through 12 games last year. And let's hope that the perimeter shooting continues tonight against Utah State. The Aggies, they are 10 and 1 with their only loss coming at St. Mary's a few games ago, Utah State has spent much of the first few weeks ranked in the top 25. Right now, they're just on the outside looking in. The Cougars have beaten the Aggies seven straight times and eight out of the last nine meetings. Now, the obvious focus for BYU's defense is going to be Sam Merrill. Merrill is averaging 18 points per game, and one aspect of Utah State's game is rebounding. They are one of the best teams in the country at out-rebounding their opponent. And speaking of rebounding, one of their players, who's just been absolutely fantastic this season, is Justin Bean. He is a a former walk-on. He leads the Mountain West Conference in rebounding at 12 rebounds a game, and this is a guy that you're going to certainly have to pay attention to, but certainly a team from that aspect in terms of rebounding uh, that uh, the BYU is going to have to contend with. And something else to keep an eye on tonight will be turnovers. Utah State doesn't turn the ball over very much. Uh, For BYU, forcing the Aggies into some turnovers would help Because Utah State is top 20 in assist-to-turnover ratio. So that's a couple of things to look for. Uh, And we'll get into keys of the game when we talk with Mark coming up in just a little bit. Curious to see uh, where he falls on some of those uh, uh, that I just mentioned in terms of the rebounding and then the uh, forcing Utah State into some turnovers. Uh, This is a really good Aggie team, and this this is going to be a really nice test. Uh, for for BYU, and quite honestly, it's going to be a really nice test for Utah State as well, uh, going up against this BYU team that's really playing good basketball right now. Time for our pregame player interview, and tonight I caught up with freshman guard Trevin Nell. Trevin has played in all but one of the games so far this season. He didn't play in the win at Houston. He's averaging two points per game, but he's begun to start to see more minutes on the floor, and he's also been able to see uh, his production increase. Trevin scored six in Maui against Virginia Tech. He had nine versus Montana Tech, and then five against UNLV. And I talked with the former Woods Woods Cross Wildcat before practice this week and asked him how pleased the team is with the defensive effort that they've seen the past two games.
2: We're extremely pleased. Um, We've been working really hard. Um, After the Utah game, Coach Pope talked to us a lot about transition defense, and it's a huge uh, focus for us right now. And so we still have a lot of stuff to improve on, but we're moving in the right direction.
1: How far off do you feel you guys are from where you want to be on the defensive end?
2: Um, I feel like we're pretty close. We're um, defending, we're talking, and we're trusting each other. I think that's the biggest aspect is just trust your, your players and your teammates. And the coaches have a lot of trust in us right now. And so we just got to continue to play with force, play with a little, little edge, and I feel like we're moving in the right direction. Do you think
1: that the way the offense is playing is also helping out your defense? Because you guys are shooting the ball so well, you're getting these big leads, and it's forcing teams to get out of the offense they want to run, put up some bad shots. How much is that factoring in?
2: It's a huge factor. Um, Like I said, our confidence is super high right now. And I feel like um, because of the Utah game, we kind of refocused ourselves. We rechecked in, and we're playing at a really high level. How much fun is this offense right now? When we're looking at the numbers,
1: a couple weeks ago you had 17 threes and you're hitting 12 threes a game and 11. I mean, the offense looks like it's in a really good spot and you guys are having a lot of fun running it.
2: We are having a ton of fun. Um, Just like the last game, A.B. did a behind-the-back pass um, over his shoulder and then we see Jake running down the floor acting like he was doing the pass as well. And so we have a really unique locker room and we're playing really well uh, with each other. And that is contributing on the floor. What makes it unique, do you think? Um, we just love each other. We like to be around each other. And everybody is trying to help the other person. Um, me being a freshman, I have great leaders. I have a huge leader like Yoli and Jake. And they all try to help me to become the player that I want to be. And so everybody's just trying to help each other. And the coaches are there as well. And we have a great coaching staff that has great scouts. Um, we scouted a lot of teams already. And it looks like our defense is playing super well, too. So.
1: How do you feel your game has progressed
2: since the beginning of the season? I feel like my game is continuing continuing to progress. Um, my confidence is a lot higher, and I feel like Coach Pope has a lot of confidence in me as well. And my defense, I feel like, has gone a lot better. I'm kind of moving my my feet has gone a lot faster, and so the mission rust, I guess, <laughs> is going away. <laughs>
1: Well, you're getting more minutes on the court. You're producing. It's probably one of those chicken or the egg questions. Are you producing more because you're getting more minutes? Or are you getting the minutes because you're producing more?
2: Um, That's up to Coach Pope. (laughs) But he does have a lot of trust in me right now, and I have a lot of trust in him. And so I'm just here to help the team in any way possible. This is rehashing this between you and I,
1: But there may be some people that don't necessarily know your background and know your story on how you got here. You you did not commit to BYU out of high school. You committed to Cal. For those that may not necessarily know that story and your background, why don't you give everybody a a
2: little idea of your journey and how you got here. All right, perfect. So I committed to Cal in November my senior year because I wanted to just kind of play my senior year without any stress. Um, I had a really good relationship with the coaching staff there. And then as time went on, um, there was rumors that Kwonzo Martin was going to leave and he ended up taking a job in Missouri, and I have no hard feelings with it. Um, I had a really good relationship with the new head coach, but uh, just with all the transfers that were happening and people that were getting out of their recruitments, I decided to reopen mine, and BYU was the first person to call me. Um, I had other offers like Texas and Washington, but um, BYU called and I went down, and the first person I meet was Jimmer, and so it was (laughs) kind of a unique experience. They kind of rolled out the red carpet, like I always say. Um, but I talked to him a lot, and they just said how I can be able to shoot the ball like he did and that if I can trust his system, that it will be a huge benefit for me. And So I trusted it, and I'm here at BYU, and we're doing really well.
1: Was BYU in the mix for you originally? or And, and, if, and if not, what changed as to why they were the second time?
2: Um, they were in the mix for a little bit, but then they weren't. Um, I just feel like the whole in-state recruiting was a huge factor. Um, but at the end of it, they just kind of trusted that it doesn't matter if you're in state or not. You just got to go with your gut, and I'm a huge BYU fan and grew up a BYU fan, so it was huge... Huge impact for me and a good fit. All's well that ends well, certainly. Enjoying your time here. You mentioned recruiting, and I wanted to
1: ask you about that. You graduated in 2017 from Woods Cross. I believe at the time, according to ESPN, you were like the number two recruit in the state of Utah. What was recruiting like for you? Everybody handles it differently, everybody probably looks back on
2: it differently because everything's so unique. How do you look back on your recruiting and just that whole experience? The recruiting process was super fun. You get to talk to a lot of coaches. Um, I had a lot of coaches call me, like, every day. And so when you get to that point, like, in high school and senior year, it's just a lot of stress. And so I decided just to kind of eliminate the stress and commit a little bit early um, in that early uh, committing process. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, the recruiting process was super fun. It's uh, awesome to have relationships. I still have a lot of relationships with the coaches I have had uh, contact with. Um, So it was just a lot of fun. You mentioned growing up a BYU
1: fan. As a BYU fan, you know how important the in-state games are and the rivalry games. Now you've got Utah State, and there's a long history between BYU and Utah State in terms of basketball. How big is this game to you guys, not just because it's an opportunity
2: to continue to grow and get another win, but because it is an in-state team? It's a huge game. Um, We always talk about how the next game is the biggest game. So this game is the biggest game on our schedule. Um, We have a good relationship with Utah State. We know a lot of guys up there. We know Sam Merrill, Abel Porter. I grew up playing against them. So it's going to be fun to kind of see them again. Um, So it's going to be a huge rivalry game. And we expect a lot of the fans to be there to cheer us on. And so there's going to be pressure, just like every rival game. But I feel like this is going to be really good one for us is
1: that one of the things that's so much fun about these types of games because not every team has a ton of local players but there's enough on each team that you, you did grow up playing either with them or against them that probably adds a little extra excitement doesn't it
2: it does add a lot of extra excitement <laughs> um when i was a freshman at woods cross i played against sam and so sam always brought me under his wing so it's gonna be fun to kind of replay this whole s- system again he's a senior i'm a freshman Appreciate the
1: time. Good luck up at uh, Vivint Smart Home Arena. Again, BYU does very well up there. Thanks for taking the time.
2: Good luck. Thank you so much. That's
1: right. The BYU Cougars have won 14 in a row up at Vivint Smart Home Arena, looking to make it 15 in a row tonight against Utah State. This season, BYU basketball and Mountain America Credit Union are changing lives. For each three-pointer BYU makes, Mountain America will donate $50 to the American Red Cross to help fund humanitarian services and programs. Speaking of... A Vivant Smart Home Arena, that's where we're going to go next. Our courtside conversation coming up with Mark Durant. Cougar Pregame Live continues in a moment on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar Pregame Live
1: on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Cougar Game Live. Time for our courtside conversation with Mark Durant. For that, we head north to Vivint Smart Home Arena in downtown Salt Lake City and join my good friend, Mark Durant. You will hear Mark on the broadcast with Greg Bell tonight. Hello, Mark. How are you? Bonjour, Jason. It is good. To, didn't we just do a game recently at Vivint? It seems like we've, it wasn't very long ago we were doing this exact same thing. I feel
3: like the booner I'm here so much. <laughs> nice. This is... Uh, this is <laughs> This is nice for me, and uh, I always uh, love coming up here. It's fun for the players, you know. I live up here before. Used to live up here before you went down to Utah County and deserted us, Jason. But uh, so it's it's a nice little short shot for me, and and uh, so I, I and I can't remember the last time BYU lost in this building. So that I've got good memories here.
1: Yeah, BYU has played very well at uh, Vivint Smart Home Arena, regardless of the opponent. and They're certainly going to need. Uh, to play well tonight against Utah State. We'll get into Utah State coming up in a second. But strictly from a defensive perspective, I don't know if you could have two better games back-to-back than what BYU did defensively. BYU absolutely dominated UNLV and Nevada. Defensively, they were fantastic.
3: Yeah, that was a surprise for me. I mean, clearly BYU's got a good offense this year, got good three-point shooters. But they'd really struggled at times defensively and particularly against Utah. I mean, they, they had no answer for Utah. They had given up layup after layup. and uh, So that was my mindset going into these past couple of games. I thought, well, BYU will probably be fine. They'll score enough. But the way they turned it up defensively, the way that they realized kind of some of the deficiencies that they showed at Utah with the, the big man defensive rotation on the dribble penetration and, and Yoli was – Of course, able to play most of those games and is more of a rim protector and and was able to kind of float in the key and help on dribble drive penetration. They've always been pretty good at guarding the perimeter. It's just off the dribble getting to the rim. Teams were hurting them, and I think they've really focused on addressing that, how to rotate defensively, having a guy like Yoli back there to help on those dribbles. and So teams are not scoring at the rim like they had been. And so you add a, a good defensive effort with the way BYU's been playing offensively, and they just t- totally dominated. These were not great teams, but not bad teams either, and BYU made them look really, really bad. And uh, I don't know if, if uh, anybody from the state of Nevada wants to sh- show their face <laughs> here for a couple, a couple months because they just got worked by the Cougars. It's going to be a different story tonight. Utah State obviously very good, but uh, I think if BYU can continue to play that kind of basketball – I think they've got a great chance at beating the Aggies.
1: Well, let's go from the defensive side to the offensive side. Is BYU going through a great shooting stretch? Or with the numbers we're seeing, do you think this is the new norm for the Cougars? Is it just a hot streak, or are we starting to see something that's going to be a trend that continues?
3: Well, I think it's more of a trend. Maybe not as good as they have been shooting, but I, I, I think 40% three-point shooting is a realistic number for this team. you got Jake Toulson one of the best shooters out there, he kind of led the way, I think. And and as, you know, shooting is such a confidence thing. It's such a momentum thing. You see one guy make it, and then another guy makes it, and everybody's making it, you know. it's And it, it works the opposite way, too. So I think with Jake's consistency from three, and he's able to hit a couple, and then other guys just feed off of that. And, and uh, you know, guys that were underperforming last year to do what we knew that they could do, like a Dalton Nixon or even a T.J. Haas or Zach sellius those guys are shooting what, where they should be shooting. So maybe you're not going to have, you know, 15 to 23s at f- over 50% every game. But I, I think 40% is a realistic number and is good enough, you know, particularly if they can keep playing good defense. I, I think this is a really good three-point shooting team. And, and once you kind of know that about yourselves, and you, you, you seem to shoot with more confidence. And and you, you just kind of have this good vibe on your team that, yeah, maybe one guy will miss his shot, but we've got five or six guys that are shooting over 40% that can come in and hit a shot, and it's not just one guy. If one guy has a bad night, oh, we're doomed. But uh, you've got several guys that can can really light it up.
1: This Utah State team is legit. I mentioned in the first segment, for anybody that's that's followed in-state basketball, I mean, Utah State has been ranked in the top 25 for a lot of the season. They're not right now. Uh, but th- this is a team that at 10-1 and 1 is playing really good basketball. I mean, you've got, you've got Sam Merrill and, I mean, Kata and all, all these guys. They're, I mean, just really good basketball players. Right now, if you consider Boise State a, a regional rival, BYU's 0-2 against quote-unquote rivals this season, having lost to Boise and then lost to Utah. This is a really big game for BYU tonight.
4: It really
3: is. This is one of those opportunities, you know, you're playing against a team that's highly regarded, will have, end up having a great year, probably win the, the Mountain West. And so if you can point on that, your resume that you got this win, uh, it's going to help because you have dropped a couple of those games. Well, you know, I think everyone pretty much would agree that those games you probably should have got. Billy didn't get them, but they probably should have. And so you can't have another one of those uh, on your list. If you're, if, you know, this, this is all talking, you know, postseason resume type stuff. You, you have to get this game. This is one of those rare opportunities you're playing one of the better teams in the country. you got them on a neutral floor. You get this win. That's something you can point to and I, I think uh, would really help BYU. And, you know, Utah State, uh, they've got some real players. I mean, Merrill is is an all-timer up there. Kate is a real question mark. Uh, didn't play in his last game. They wanted to rest him to make sure he's ready to go. He's a real force when he's able to play, but he has not looked good in the limited minutes he's been able to play since he's been back, and I think there's some concern there. I think, the, the, you know, Utah State's had some sickness going through their team. Merrill didn't play last game as well. I mean, it was an NAIA team that he didn't play. Um, you know, this Justin Bean is just terrific. I mean, Such a great rebounder. Uh, I mean, what a great story. Walk-on comes in and just one of the best rebounders in the country. And uh, the whole team rebounds very well and get to the free-throw line. So th- those two things, you know, Jason, teams, you look at teams BYU's lost to, the San Diego States and the Utahs, it's it's teams that, that rebound well and then shoot more free-throws and make more free-throws than the opponents even attempt. And that's been a bad formula for BYU, so this is going to be a real challenge.
1: Well, and I mentioned in the first segment, one of the things, and you touched on it as well, this is a fantastic rebounding team. The other thing that they, they do really well is protect the basketball. They do not turn the ball over very much. I think that's going to be a huge key. You know, and since I brought up keys, why don't we just go there? Ken Garf Honda, Nissan, and Volkswagen and Orm proudly present keys to the game. I, I think that's a massive key to this game is, is forcing Utah State into some uncomfortable situations and see if you can force them into some turnovers and capitalize on that.
3: I agree with that. I mean, there's three. There's three areas I think Utah State does really well, and that's you know the turnovers, creating turnovers, and that helps their offense, getting offensive rebounds and getting second chance points. They like triple the teams that play in second chance points, and then getting the free throw line. I mentioned how they've made 200 free throws, and other teams only attempted I think 154. So those are three of the strengths in my view. If you can take away and be better at another team than one of their main strengths, you probably win the game. And so I say, if BYU can either get more offensive rebounds, uh, or cause more turnovers, or get to the free throw line more than Utah State, that's really going to hurt the Aggies and will likely result in BYU win. So that's going to be my key to get to take away one of their best things and and beat them at it.
1: Uh, I have not seen what the uh, the floor looks like. Do they have a special court for this, or is it still the jazz court? And if so, which jazz court uh, will BYU be uh, playing on? Uh,
3: looks uh, looks like the normal one. It's the
1: note. The ah, yes. So blue, the green because last time, Yeah, note. last time it was the purple mountain court right. that BYU played on. So now they've got the regular jazz court tonight, which is always a classic, just like you, Mark. Oh, <laughs> always a classic.
3: You know, they got the uh, the dark pro three point line, and then the white <laughs> college. Why, I don't even know why they put that white line. Guys don't see it. They don't want to. They all shoot the big three. And uh, for BYU last week or so, that was not a problem. Yes. They did not have a problem shooting from the pro three.
1: That was one of the things that I, I enjoyed the most about the uh, the broadcast at Vivint Smart Home Arena last time was with you and Greg and talking about why why is the college three even there? Everybody stops behind the NBA three to shoot it. It's just it's just one of those things that's always going to happen if that MB3, NBA three is there. Well, you know,
3: you go to the dark line. I, I wasn't a big three point shooter, but you're, you know, you're, you're not, it's not like you're looking down every time to make sure. You're, you're just using your peripheral vision to look down. So you see that dark line. It's just natural to shoot that shot. But again, like I said, that doesn't seem to bother BYU. <laughs> they, the, maybe the further back they get, the better they are because they moved the college back and BYU's been a lot better. Yeah. And now they're shooting pros and they still shoot fine. So doesn't seem to be an issue for
1: the Cougars. Yeah, certainly hoping that the hot shooting from the perimeter continues for BYU tonight. Mark, great stuff as always. Uh, enjoy the game. Enjoy uh, the call with Greg, and we'll hear you guys coming up in just a minute. Thanks,
3: Jason. See you, brother.
1: See yeah, There we go. Mark Duran, a courtside conversation. Take a time out, come back, give you some scores from other action in college basketball. Plus, let you know how BYU women's basketball did. Another in-state game, BYU women hosting UVU. Let you know how things went at the Marriott Center earlier today. Getting ready for BYU and Utah State. We'll come back and wrap things up at least from our BYU radio studios next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: Let's get you back to Cougar Pregame Live with your host, Jason Shepard.
1: BYU versus USU coming your way in just a little bit. Greg Rubel and Mark Durant will have the call. Earlier today at the Marriott Center, it was the BYU Cougars, the women's basketball team, hosting UVU. Cougars getting the win, snapping a three game losing streak. They win 71 57 over UVU. Uh, Back to the men's game. I mentioned this, that uh, BYU and Utah State's Game 2 of the Beehive Classic, Game 1. Earlier today, at Vivint Smart Home Arena, went to Utah. They beat Weber State by a final score of 60-49. Top 25 action going on right now. Number 14, Dayton leading Drake. No, not the Canadian rapper. It is to 13-11 in favor of the Flyers, with 10.45 to go in the first half. A couple of finals. Number 1, Louisville defeating Eastern Kentucky 99-67. Ninety-nine sixty-seven. It was number two, Kansas, over UMKC. The Kangaroos, 98-57. And how about this? Final in overtime. Number 10, Oregon takes down number five, Michigan, 71 to 70, the final in favor of the Ducks. All right, that's gonna do it. Coming up on the other side, back up to Vivint Smart Home Arena for the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with Greg Rubel. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. This is the Zions Bank Cougar Pre-Game Coaches Show. Zions Bank. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. The Cougar Pregame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America Visa Credit Cards featuring triple rewards. Now, let's head back to the MoBeta's courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
5: Good evening and happy holidays, Cougar basketball fans. For the second time in a week, welcome inside Vivid Smart Home Arena in downtown Salt Lake City, where tonight BYU seeks to extend two notable streaks. Seven wins in a row over Utah State and 14 wins in a row on the home floor of the Utah Jazz. It is the second game of the day at the Beehive Classic, this two-game, four-team event which is being played for the final time here in 2019. I'm your play-by-play commentator, Greg Rubel, joined high above courtside by my commentary colleague, the former fantastic freshman, the beloved BYU Ironman. It's Mark Durant. And uh, Mark, of the 14 straight wins BYU's earned in this building, few would resonate more than a win over Utah State. Uh, the Ags are 10-1, and sitting just outside the top 25 projected to win the Mountain West Conference and play in the NCAA Tournament. All-America candidate in Sam Merrill. It would be a Ken Palm Tier A win for BYU and a big boost to the Cougs' zone postseason hopes.
3: Every five to ten years since I've been around, Utah State comes up with a good team, whether it's a Greg Grant or, you know, go down the list of really nice players. Reed Newey, I mean, they've had some good teams from time to time, and this is one of those times. Now, BYU has seven in a row, but they, they had to, yeah, they their best game, I think, in the Merritt Center last year to beat these guys, and they'll have to have another really good game here, and it's a great opportunity because the OU's had a couple games, Boise State and Utah, where they just absolutely laid neck. They, they had great opportunity. They did not get it done, and you can't have any more of those, and you've got to take the uh, advantage of the remaining opportunities to get big wins. This is a big win. Utah State's highly regarded. Tournament team last year picked to win the Mount West Conference. You get a win here, that'll send a nice message to everybody that uh, BYU with Yoli Childs is a force to be reckoned with and continue to send that message after this last week, which has been just terrific, those two big wins over the Nevada schools.
5: All right, so when we come back, BYU head coach Mark Pope previewing tonight's in-state set two between the Cougs and the Aggs as the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues live from Bivens Smart Home Arena on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: You're tuned to the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For more with head coach Mark Pope, let's rejoin your host, Greg Rubel.
5: Back inside Bivens Smart Home Arena here in Salt Lake City for 8-4. and four. BYU taking on 10-1 and one Utah State. BYU playing on the Utah Jazz home floor on consecutive Saturdays. Cougs were in here just last week in the pulverized UNLV by 33. That was followed by another 33-point win over Nevada on Tuesday in Provo. So that's a back-to-back wins by 30-plus points for the first time in almost five years. In our pregame interview with BYU head coach Mark Pope brought to you by Zions Bank. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you, Coach Pope talking about what's been clicking for the Cougs and picking up two big wins.
4: Well, probably three things most importantly. First is we got to play two teams where we could kind of keep the lane a little bit congested, which is really important for us. It helps us a lot uh, with fours and fives that um, are not huge threats from the perimeter. Our guys responded to those game plans, even though the two game plans were very different. They responded really well, so that was helpful. Uh, Our guys really protected the ball, uh, less than 10 turnovers in both games and that's really really important for us and uh, and we were willing to share the ball uh, you know which is which is what results in fewer turnovers right these guys making extra play for each other and being really ball strong on catches and going to get the ball and protecting the ball and making simple plays and easy decisions so those three factors have been really really good for us and hopefully they'll continue to be good okay,
5: what additionally needs to translate into Utah State
4: well Utah State is uh they're they're great in transition they're great on the glass um, so those two things are really complicated uh, you know we need to make sure that those staples of our defense are solid and true tonight um, offensively they you know they run a motion offense which is pretty free which has got some characteristics that repeat themselves all over over and over and over again but they're in all different places and situations and per- personnel uh, throughout the possession so. Um, we got to be really solid there and find our way to still uh, be ball side and, and take care of the D.A. line. And we really have to do that as well as still get out to shooters. So it's going to be a huge challenge for us tonight.
5: Why is Justin being such a magnet right now uh, for the basketball?
4: Well, you know, there's some guys that just have a skill, a talent. He, he certainly does. He's an incredibly talented young man. He's, he's really, really quick off the floor he's got a ridiculous motor uh he just is relentless you block him out it's almost like a lineman uh rushing the quarterback and you double team him and he still finds a way to slither through because he's just he won't stop um so that's his his best qualities is motor and he's also got a great skill set he's a good passer he's got good vision he's really smart he's really 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 athletic uh vertically and and uh straight ahead and uh, he's got great hands um he's he's a terrific player uh you know he i mean he might have had more impact on this team this year than any other player on the team mm-hmm. and um, so he's a problem
5: this is knowing what what marilyn kader could already do he becomes kind of an x-factor guy and then you got a guy like brock miller who literally shot 19 threes in the other night
4: yeah and, and brock is 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 also you know they have a bunch of guys they have a, they have several different guys who step up on any given night. Um, so you know Brock hasn't been shooting the ball great, but you know he's capable, and you certainly know that he's willing, <laughs> and, um, and and that's kind of what they have all around. You know Abel, Abel Porter has uh, been really really solid. He gets to the he gets to the free throw line. He he gets downhill really well, and he also just bangs huge shots in key moments. Right, so he's a guy that steps up, and you know their series of their whole crew of bigs so, uh, have the same qualities. And we haven't even talked about Alfonso yet. He's probably their most rugged uh scoring threat um from three and from mid-range and from the post so really really talented team that's why they're ranked and, and that's why they're 10 and 1 and and uh, it's, it's a great challenge
5: they played kata well just 10 minutes this season right they didn't play him against st catherine what do you expect out of a guy that's been on the floor for only 10 minutes
4: well i'm not sure kata needs a lot of time to find his rhythm because of what he is i mean he's a rim protector and rebounder and post player so you know he uh his, his game is at its best when it's really, really simple. Uh, so I expect him to have a huge impact on the game. He's a talented player. He should be a lottery pick, and, and uh, you know, he's a, he's a problem.
5: Okay, third straight Mountain West Conference game for you guys, having dispatched the two Nevada teams. Uh, Utah State was probably, well, BYU's best win last year and would be another huge win for you this year.
4: Yeah, it would be a huge win for us. Um, it's an important game, and, you know, I say that, and then, I mean, I've said the same thing added. for every
5: single game yeah. that's led up
4: to this. So every single one is for us has been important, and uh, you know this one has the added spice of being an in-state game, which we love. So um, you know it's 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 awesome. Like you can't ask for any more. Uh, this is I don't know what is this game thirteen or fourteen, and and it seems like it's been. I mean, if you recollect back on them, it seems like it's a like one massive game after the next, and and uh, so our guys have come to compete every single night, win or lose. They've come to really compete and. I expect the same tonight. And I expect this to be a great game.
5: I right, hope you get one here tonight, Coach. We'll talk to you post game. Thanks, Greg. That is Coach Mark Pope and tonight's Zion's Bank Cougar pregame coaches show. Title and escrow can be complicated. With over fifty years' experience in Utah, Provo Land Title has the expertise to navigate your buying, selling, or building project. Provo Land Title, making the complicated easier. The BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show coming your way next. This has been the Zion's Bank Cougar Pre-Game Coaches Show, live from the Beehive Classic at Vivint Smart Home Arena on the New Skin BYU Sports Network.
0: It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. The Cougar Tip-Off Show is also brought to you by BYU Dining, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 25 years. Also brought to you by Utah Honda Dealers. Now let's head live to the Mobetta's courtside seats and join Mark Durant alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
5: Good evening once again, Cougar Nation. Welcome back inside Vivint Smart Home Arena in downtown Salt Lake City for in-state hoops at the Beehive Classic tonight. 8-4 BYU facing 10-1 and one, Utah State. BYU's won each of the last 7 and 10 of the last 12 meetings. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Greg Grubell, Mark Durant with you. High above courtside, our statistician, BYU sixth all-time leading scorer, Russell Larson, Jason Shepherds, our studio host, our control board operator is Tanner Rall, our coordinating producer, Terry South, and our BYU radio engineer, Sean Fay. Our broadcast intern is Nate Slack. Good to have you with us on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. In the first game of the day, it was Utah over Weber State, the nightcap pitting the Beehive State's two best teams, arguably the only top 100 teams in Ken Palm, and the Cougs and Eggs are both top 50 squads in Pomeroy, so a win tonight for BYU would be by the numbers the Cougars second best win of the season next to only the buzzer beating win in Houston and Mark the Ags doing it the very ordinary way in a way a high percentage of their points coming on free throws and off of offensive rebounds meantime BYU's winning games by having to shoot the lights out from deep but lately that's been happening and the defense has come alive and the Cougs are clamping down that's as encouraging I think as any 50 uh, percent night from the three point line that's
3: really important because you're going to have nights where you don't shoot as well you got to have a good defense And uh, you see what BYU's done since that Utah game, and it really helps having Yoli on the floor, a real rim protector, especially when teams have a five guy that's not a real threat from the three-point line like the last two teams. Yoli can just roam the key and look to help on dribble penetration, be a shot blocker. Uh, now you got to be smart against Utah State. They're trying to get to the free throw line. That's their deal. So you got to contest but not foul. Don't, don't give them those easy points and then really rebound. Guys like Bean are just going to crash the boards like you would not believe. So it's a challenge for BYU, a different type of game than the last couple. But if they can continue to shoot those high numbers and then play anywhere near the great defense we've seen the last couple of games, that's a really nice formula for BYU.
5: All right, coming up, we'll hear from Utah State's assistant coach, Austin Hansen as the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off show continues on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's head back live courtside and rejoin Fred Rubell.
5: We are back inside Vivint Smart Home Arena in Salt Lake City for BYU and Utah State. It's Ken Palm Tier A game for both teams. While BYU was warming up for tonight's game against Nevada midweek, Utah State was beating up on an NAIA team in Logan. Neither Sam Merrill nor Nami Keita played in that game. And A short time ago, I asked Utah State assistant coach Austin Hansen to give us an update on those important players as the Ags try to snap a seven-game skid against BYU.
6: They're good. They're ready to go. You know, we've, we've played a lot of games in, in a short amount of time. We've had a lot of travel here to start the year and, and just felt like that was a, a good time to get those guys a, a, a little break.
5: What is the game plan with Nemeas right now to make sure that he is good to go, especially for league?
6: Yeah, you know, we're just kind of monitoring his minutes and, and easing him back into it and, and um, getting him ready to go for, you know, the stretch
5: coming up. Highlights of your team so far, what would you say, Not not in terms of a game per se, but what about the team has been a highlight for you?
6: Well, I think you know we we've come in with some high expectations, you know, for our team this year, and our guys have done a good job of, of coming into practice every day and just trying to get a you know a little bit better, um, and, and handling, handling those expectations. So, um, you know, there can be a lot of burden, um, you know, when, when you're picked high like that and you have a national ranking and, and people are talking about you. But I think our guys have stayed grounded and and, um, and humbled and, and come in to practice with a you know let's get better attitude every day.
5: Everybody already knew about uh, Merrill and Kata, and then you get a guy in Justin Bean who did not play in this BYU game last year, right?
6: <laughs> yeah, you know, Justin's been, uh, he's been great, you know, he just keeps getting better and better, you know, we got into league last year, and, and he got an opportunity and took advantage of it, and uh, and that carried over into the summer, he had a, a fantastic summer, uh, followed that up in the fall, and, and Justin's, again, one of those guys that just shows up every day, you know, he's an everyday guy, he's going to come in, work his tail off, and do what you ask him to do, and uh, it's been fun to see him play the way he's playing he's playing at a high level and on both ends of the floor Mm -hmm. you know and uh and we need that for our team
5: careers are long in college it does not does not have to happen all in your freshman year but have you seen a guy like that where you know nothing's happening and then boom the next year he's the national double double leader uh, you
6: know, I don't know if I've seen it at this level, but, uh, but it usually happens with guys that have high character, you know, and, and Justin's a character kid. Um, again, he just does what we ask him to do, you know. Um, he, he, uh, he wants to know what his assignment is, you know, what, what the expectations are, and, and then he's going to go out and bust his tail every day. And it's fun to see him, you know, go through and, and execute on the floor and, and play at a high level.
5: When it comes to today's game, is it, over, is it oversimplifying to say one team's going to want to get it done from deep, and one team's going to want to grind and get things done at the rim, including getting to the free throw line?
6: Yeah, you know, I, I think I think probably uh, the teams mirror themselves a little bit more than people think. You know, we both shoot the ball at a high level, we both really pass the ball at a high level, and then you got just you're going to have ten guys out on the floor that know how to play, um, and that's fun basketball to watch. So. um, you know we' we've got to, we've got to slow those guys down in, in transition you know they it starts for them you know on the break they like to get out and go and and uh, their deal is shooting the ball right now and they're shooting at a really high clip it's gonna you know it's going to put a ton of pressure on our our defense but uh, but our defense has been pretty good all year so um, you know we'll be up for the challenge
5: and the rebounding's been excellent second nationally in clearing the defensive boards right now and ending possessions
6: yeah that's a big emphasis for us you know we, we want to you want to force teams into into one and done possessions and and our guys just, you know, it's a, it's a mentality, and, and we work on it in practice. We talk about it a lot, um, just being, you know, a, a tough-minded team and, and limiting teams to one shot, you know, one shot on a possession. And, and, uh, and we've got guys out there that battle.
5: In-state games are always great, but uh, in this particular game, so many of these guys are Utah kids on both sides who played each other and known each other for a long time.
6: Yeah, uh, anytime you play in a, an in-state game, um, you know probably more on the outside, um, you know, for our fans, it's a it's a huge game. You know, I think for the guys on the inside, both teams, you know, are, are going to have NCAA tournament uh, aspirations, and so for both teams, I think it's a, a chance to, to build the resume a little bit. So I think you got to be careful a little bit um, on building the game up that way. Mm-hmm. and I know for our guys you know we've talked about we've got a big three game stretch coming up yeah. with with these guys tonight and and then South Florida and, and Florida next week so it's a chance to uh, to again build your resume and and work towards the end of the year
5: coach thanks for the preview appreciate your time and best of luck this season thank you that is Utah State's Austin Hansen second-year coach, along with head coach Craig Smith. Time now for our You Be the Judge feature, sponsored by Legally Mine. Legally Mine equals asset protection. Go to LegallyMineUSA.com to learn what you can do to stop lawsuits dead in their tracks. Here's tonight's BYU basketball trivia question. Who's BYU's all-time leader in career games played? The answer coming up next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: Welcome back to the Cougar Tip Off Show. Let's rejoin Greg Rubel.
5: BYU and Utah State coming up just after the top of the hour. Let's get to tonight's answer in our You Be the Judge question brought to you by Legally Mine. Here's tonight's BYU basketball trivia brain teaser Who is BYU's all time leader in career games played? What do you think, Mark?
3: This is hard because I get them mixed up. You got the starts, you got the consecutive games, you got the most games. But I you, think got Chap- starts, you got consecutive starts. Chapman
5: was the starts guy. Consecutive starts, I'm yeah. just going to
3: throw out uh, Lee Kamard.
5: Lee Kamard ends up 10th, uh, tied for 10th. Noah Hartsock, Jackson Emery. Uh, <laughs> Noah's 7th since you brought him up, and uh, and, and Jackson's 9th. Uh, so mm. number one, it's your friend and mine, Nate Austin. Nate Austin. Good for him. 153 career games played. Healthy lead over Charles Zabuo in second, by the way. And Nate is uh, on the floor right now with the team. He's a grad assistant coach. All right. BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off show continues here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.